welcome to Engender Love. I'm your host, Dr. Shannon Ponce. Join me as we discuss all things gender so you can better connect with those around you. So let's get started as we engender love. Having had the great fortune and opportunity to study and practice medicine, I have learned some rules of nature. One rule that I learned very early on was that there are no always and nevers. No matter what you come up with when it comes to biology, when it comes to bodies, when it comes to functioning, there are no always and nevers. There is always an exception somewhere. It might be extraordinarily rare, but somewhere there has been an exception. I think the only exception to that rule, like I said, there are no always and nevers, there's always an exception. (laughs) The only exception to that rule is death. Not to be somber, but we know we all are going to die. There's no exception to that one. But how, when, that, there is no absolute to that. And we hear it all the time, right? We've all heard the stories where somebody was told that whatever ailment, disease, whatever they had, they were going to die within X amount of time. And they lived beyond that. We hear that story so many times that we know there's no absolute, there's no always and never. And the example I often give when I talk about this, especially to schools, and I'll explain why I talk to schools in a second, but the example I often give is like, even if you look at eye color, you can't say everybody has two of the same colored eyes. There's exception to the fact of the color. There's exception to two eyes. There are just so many exceptions. There are no always and nevers in nature. And I think part of that is because we're constantly evolving and there are so many things we do not know. But there's constant variation because that is part of how we survive is changing and diversifying. That's how we survive. And like I said, in medicine, we see it all the time. We see that there are no absolutes. We see the exceptions when we think this always goes that that way. And then we read or we see or we observe a case where that is not true. And that is why most physicians, not all, there's not always an evers, most physicians don't and most healthcare providers do not speak in absolutes. It can drive some people crazy. We'll say most likely or unlikely, but we'll never say this is what's going to happen. And I chuckle a little bit because I remember my days on labor and delivery. I always knew when I was taking care of an engineer, whether the patient or the patient's partner was an engineer, I always knew because I would say, you know, you're dilated this many centimeters. And one of them would ask, so at what time will the baby be born? As if like I could predict an exact time. And I would chuckle a little bit because they're not always in nevers. And I would tell them that. I would kind of chuckle and say it's up to Mother Nature, not me. But what the textbook says is about a centimeter an hour. But there are no always in nevers. That's just a general guideline. Drove the engineers crazy. And that's the way it is. Like there's just no always in nevers. There is no solid rule in nature. And as I brought up earlier, this often comes up when I talk to schools. And the reason I talk to schools is I often get asked to review the human growth and development curriculum, which I'm always real happy to do because many times there are so many inaccuracies. (laughs) There are so many inaccuracies in many school curriculum unintentionally. 
But beyond that, the other, besides factual inaccuracy, one factual inaccuracy I often see is many things are taught in absolutes. Things like girls have babies or boys have these body parts. I even one time saw like boys pee standing up, girls pee sitting down. It's delivered in such an absolute manner and there are no absolutes. There are no always and nevers to any of those rules. And I think all of us can think of examples where that's the case. And so without giving middle school, high school, elementary school students a complete medical degree to teach them all the exceptions, I teach them just to use language like most, but not all. Most girls have period, but not all. And this just opens the door to all the various exceptions that makes it inclusive of all bodies, all people, and all experiences. Let me even be more specific. You can't say if a person is born with a certain body part that they will have certain chromosomes. We often put them together. Most of the time, a person born with a vulva will have XX chromosomes, but not always. And yes, one exception are transgender individuals, but there are other exceptions beyond that. And I bring that up because many times when I'm talking to schools, I have to point out all the exceptions beyond transgender individuals to combat the argument, well, we're not going to change a whole curriculum for one person, which we can have a conversation about that. I have a real problem with that statement. And I work in reality. And so instead of getting into a philosophical argument that making a place more inclusive for for one person makes it inclusive for all people, I often have to point out, well, no, it's not just transgender individuals. There are many other individuals that have exceptions to these rules. Another one is you can't say if a person has a testosterone dominant system, meaning their reproductive system develops based on the signals of testosterone, you can't say that they have certain anatomy. There are exceptions to that rule, again, beyond transgender individuals and including transgender individuals. You can't even say that a person has a certain chromosomes or certain hormone-developing reproductive system that they will identify a certain way. There are no always or nevers. That is nature. That is every part of nature that we know. So to me, that's one rule of nature. There are no absolutes. There are no always or nevers. A second rule of nature, it was my husband that pointed it out to me. He is a physician scientist. That means that he is a clinical physician and he is a research scientist both. And he looked at me one day and he said, it's kind of silly to think anything in nature is in the binary. There's nothing in nature in the binary. So I don't know why we think gender would be in the binary because no other part of biology or nature is in the binary. There are always variations because variations are part of how we survive. It's part of how we evolve as a species and all species, all parts of nature for survival. It's important. It's part of the beauty of nature. And maybe I'll do another episode on this, but there's examples within the animal kingdom of, you know, we usually say, and a butterfly is a great example, but there are many animals that that this is the case where a certain pattern signifies a male and a certain 
pattern signifies female, yet we find butterflies or birds, you know, that have certain feather patterns that can have a mixture of both. There is no binary. And again, we see this in morphology, we see this in functioning, we see this in so many things in nature. There just are no binaries in nature. In the animal kingdom, we even see like you're either male or you're female. There are exceptions to that too. A great example is the clownfish. And in a school of clownfish, the largest one is female. The rest are male. And she she rules the school. <laughs> and when she dies, the second largest one then becomes the ruler. Remember, all the rest are male. So the second largest one was male. The second one becomes female. And then that one rules the school. So we can't even say through all the animal kingdom, however you're born, that's how you'll be. <laughs> There are exceptions everywhere. There is, there are no absolutes and there are no binaries. Now I have to say, I've learned these lessons over time, as I've mentioned, and each time I have, I really have had to sit with it and process it and ponder it and think of all the things. Think about so many things, trying, me loving a challenge, trying to find an exception to these these rules of nature. I already told you one about absolute, that's death. But in the binary, I cannot think of an exception to the binary. So I'm just going to stop there and leave that for you to ponder. And these ideas are going to be really important, and I will circle back to them as we talk through things like biological characteristics, as we talk about gender expression, as we talk about gender identity or experiences or anything else. There are no absolutes and there are no binaries. It's not this or that. There's usually a whole bunch in between this or that. So I hope you take the time to take a moment just to sit back, think about it, process it, take it in, and then you'll probably see it everywhere. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Engender Love. If you have more questions, visit my website at engenderlove.com. You can contact me, sign up for my newsletter, or schedule a time to meet and see how I can support you. Have a great week and continue to engender love.